Before we dive into the news, let's give our listeners a quick snapshot of who we are. I began my career as a reporter covering markets at Nikkei, and more recently, I have been involved in Nikkei Asia's audience engagement efforts. As for me, I've been with Nikkei for over a decade in various capacities, namely as a copy editor for online news and video reporting. Now let's delve into the headlines. This program is brought to you by Nikkei. Apple is for the first time allocating product development resources for the iPad to Vietnam, sources briefed on the matter said, a major step towards strengthening the Southeast Asian country's position as an alternative manufacturing hub outside of China. The Philippines has condemned China's recent actions in the South China Sea, urging restraint to preserve regional stability following a spike in tensions. Tokyo is joining the growing ranks of Japanese localities resorting to such unique methods as touting matchmaking apps and hosting virtual events in hopes of reversing their sliding marriage rates. The historically weak yen appears to be turning a corner amid speculation that the Bank of Japan's ultra-loose monetary policy is ending, though structural weaknesses in the Japanese economy raise questions over the currency's ability to endure higher rates. Italy's decision to pull out of China's Belt and Road Initiative has placed a spotlight on the relationship between the two countries and comes at an awkward time for Beijing, a day before a summit it held with Europe. Now moving on to the main segment. In a strategic move to reduce reliance on China, Apple is shifting key iPad engineering resources to Vietnam, marking a significant step in establishing the country as an alternative manufacturing hub. Collaborating with China's BYD, a major iPad assembler, Apple is relocating resources for NPI, or New Product Introduction, to Vietnam for the first time. NPI involves the collaborative design and development of new products, ensuring feasibility. BYD, Apple's key iPad assembler, previously assisted in moving iPad assembly to Vietnam in 2022. The NPI shift focuses on entry-level models rather than premium iPad Pro. Engineering verification for test production begins in mid-February, with the model expected in the second half of 2024. 
As geopolitical uncertainties prompt Apple to diversify its supply chain, it also plans to send NPI processes for the iPhone to India. Vietnam, emerging as a crucial tech manufacturing hub for Apple, is urged by industry experts to become a true alternative manufacturing base. Vietnam's role extends beyond tablets, with Apple urging suppliers to establish new product capacity, making the country a key global manufacturing center. In a recent escalation of tensions in the South China Sea, the Philippines condemned China's actions and called for restraint to maintain regional stability. The dispute involves incidents where the China Coast Guard allegedly used water cannons and rammed Philippine vessels near the Scarborough and Ayugan Shoals. Manila has labeled Beijing's actions as a serious escalation and accused China of violating Philippine sovereignty and jurisdiction, as well as the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea. President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. emphasized the nation's determination to defend its sovereignty. The U.S., meanwhile, criticized China for jeopardizing regional stability and disregarding international law. The Philippines says it is also open to joint patrols involving countries such as Japan, New Zealand, the U.K., Canada, and France to counter Chinese aggression. Tokyo is tackling declining marriage rates by launching a matchmaking app in physical 2024, requiring users to provide hometown documentation to verify their single status. The move follows a 2021 survey revealing dating apps as the most popular method for seeking partners, despite abuse issues. Tokyo aims to boost marriages and address its high percentage of never-married individuals at age 50. In a similar initiative, Kyoto is exploring the metaverse for matchmaking, organizing virtual reality events on the Memoria app. The first event resulted in four new couples, with participants praising the experience of connecting without preconceptions through virtual avatars. This success has prompted consideration of future virtual events in Kyoto. The historically weak yen may be at a turning point as speculation arises about the Bank of Japan ending its ultra-loose monetary policy. The yen recently strengthened against the dollar, reaching the 141 range before settling at around 144, following Bank of Japan Governor Kazuo Ueda's recent statement that policy handling would be, quote, more challenging. Despite doubts about an immediate shift in the BOJ's policy, observers believe the yen's prolonged low levels may be over. Structural weaknesses in Japan's economy, including uncertain wage growth and a reliance on imported fossil fuels, raise questions about the currency's resiliency to higher rates. The BOJ may be signaling optimism, but challenges persist, necessitating a focus on strengthening the country's manufacturing sector and investing in energy and technology. And now for news highlights. In each episode, Jada and I discuss more about a recent news article that has particularly captured our attention. For today, we are going to talk about Italy's recent announcement 
that it is going to pull out of China's Belt and Road Initiative. Italy's Belt and Road exit shines light on ties ahead of EU-China summit. Our Paris and London correspondents have given us an interesting analysis piece following Italy's decision. So let's jump in. It's been a decade since China began its mega infrastructure project known as the Belt and Road Initiative and continues to receive criticism that it is dragging financially distressed countries into debt traps, including the Maldives and Sri Lanka. Italy's withdrawal appears to have become the initiative's newest headache. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this will affect the relationship between Italy and China. The thing is, Italy's announcement didn't come totally out of the blue, right? In 2022, when Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni took office, she said she wanted to withdraw from the deal because it had brought no significant gains to Italy. A few years back, she even said that joining the Belt and Road was, quote, a serious mistake. The story notes that the announcement came at some very awkward timing for China. The very next day, it hosted the first in-person EU-China summit since 2019. And it was just this past October that Beijing held its Belt and Road Forum, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the program. And where Chinese President Xi Jinping had emphasized that the Belt and Road was going to focus more on, quote, small yet smart, unquote, projects in the future. This shift in strategy seems to be likely due to China's economic slowdown. Yeah, and along with concerns over China's economy and ongoing geopolitical tensions, growing trade imbalance is another major factor that has caused unease in Europe. For example, Italy's exports to China increased just 19% to $17.3 billion from 2019 to 2022. But its imports from China jumped nearly 71% to $60.5 billion in the same period, according to the International Monetary Fund. China's trade surplus with the EU reached $201 billion in the first 11 months of 2023, according to Chinese custom data. This past year or so has seen an acceleration in countries and businesses de-risking from China, mostly regarding economic ties and tech supply chains. But with this move by Italy, it appears that this de-risking trend has now reached the Belt and Road Initiative. Yes, good point. And while Europe experiences growing discomfort in the Belt and Road, we are seeing China trying to get closer to countries like Afghanistan and Pakistan. It'll be interesting to see how and what kind of progress China will make in that region. And that brings us to the close of a hopefully insightful episode. We look forward to having you join up again for the next edition of the Nikkei Asia News Roundup. Stay informed, stay curious. Until next time, I'm Jada. And I'm Brian. Until the next episode, take care. This program is brought to you by Nikkei.